Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 152 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, NXT. We're going to talk about the Knicks match challenge as well. Take some questions from Facebook. My name is John and joining me this week is not Marianne, but... You could say the Jason Jordan to my Seth Rollins. Uh, Nick, hello. Hi. How so are I take you? it that makes uh, Marianne the, the Dean Ambrose in this, this situation. It would. Oh, I'm sure she's going to be very happy to hear that. <laughs> yes, I'm sure, she, I'm sure she will be very happy to hear that. It works, though, because she's injured right now. And by injured, we mean in Los Angeles having fun away from us. Yeah, she is currently right now. At Mystery Vortex. Which is not, as I originally thought, the mystery spot in Santa Cruz. No, it, no. Is, it is a PWG I say, event. Like, you're going to that cool tourist trap. That's fine. Why can't you record? I don't care. <laughs> so, so um, you know what? I think actually the first thing we, before we get into Raw, we need to talk about some breaking news. Bum, um, bum, bum. It's more of a rumor at this point uh, that Paige mm. might be... Uh, might be done at the age of 25. Or at least done in the WWE. I think it's just done in general. Uh, it's a neck injury. Yeah, hopefully. It's one of those things where it's kind of like Daniel Bryan. Hopefully it is done for good for yeah. the sake of their health and everything. And she has, she's good on the mic. Yeah. She's good everywhere else. She could have a long career as a commentator or something or a GM fingers crossed. Ah, yes. I just realized people can't see me crossing my fingers, so I have to say <laughs> these things. Um, yeah, I mean, she has a future potentially uh, if she's willing to to stay out of the ring, but like, there's also rumors about Daniel Bryan that as soon as his contract's up, he's gone oh, yeah, to Japan. He's, he's definitely gone. And it's like, oh, for your sake. I mean, next, you only get one of those. Yeah, but with him, it sounds like his situation is WWE won't let him wrestle, and he's gone to numerous doctors, mm. and they have been like, "Yeah, you're you're good to go." So you got kids now, yeah, and they give you big fat paychecks. Because say what you will about all these other promotions, them most of them are good, yeah, but they won't pay as much as WWE. No, just no, follow that not. paycheck. Here comes the money. Here comes the money, indeed. <laughs> so uh, hopefully these these rumors are not true, and hopefully. Um, we're just all getting worked. Yeah, I, I read one person uh, just before we started recording saying that it was confirmed. But, you know, I mean, that's yeah. one person saying it in a thread of rumors. So it's yes. like one rumor about it being confirmed. So who knows? Yeah. She also posted something on her Instagram that kind of s said it was like a setback, not a mm. it was like a very vague kind of thing. Okay. So hopefully who knows? Yeah. OK, so let's get into Monday Night Raw. Um we watched the Hulu versions, so uh, bear with us if we missed anything. You know what? I actually, um, we haven't. I think I mentioned it briefly a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. That, or a couple of days ago. I'm sorry, a couple of podcasts ago. <laughs> that uh, the, it's all the same. It's the, like the revival's back. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they haven't been featured on any of the Hulus. Yeah. And it makes me very sad because uh, they're top guys, and I enjoy them. They're good. Okay. Their their style is not appreciated right now because we live in the era of the Flippy Boy, but yes. they are good, and you need that variety. The I will say that the problem is, even though you need that variety, you have other folks doing the same thing, and all of a sudden I'm thinking of the Ascension, but they're on SmackDown, which is a different show. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. So they aren't the unique special snowflakes that they should be. Yes. Yeah. Fair. They should be. They're very good. I saw, you know, I still don't know which one's which. The one who wasn't injured. I saw him when I was at Raw last time I was in San Jose, and he was really good. Yeah, they're both yeah. fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're good both. friends. And speaking of friendship, Roman began this oh, the by big, talking of friendship. The big dog, Roman yeah. Reigns. The big, friendly Labrador retriever, <laughs> Roman Reigns. The big dog, the greatest wrestler of all time, the defeater <laughs> and the retirer of The Undertaker. Okay, I'll give you that for sure. Um, he comes out, yes, and he does speak of friendship. Mm-hmm. And If you mess with the shield, yeah. you get the, uh, I don't know, I forget it what parts the, of shields are. You get the, the Tars again. Because... Uh, if you mess with the shield, it gets the hose again. <laughs> and Jason Jordan wanders on out, mm. and uh, he's like, "Oh, Roman, I, jeez, I, I, I've stated many times, I love Jason Jordan the wrestler. I cannot stand Jason Jordan the character, and I know that's the point. That is the point because this character of Jason Jordan is actually Jason Todd. He is overly excited. He wants to be part of the shield as much as humanly possible. One day he's going to mess with the Joker and get his heart ripped out. Yeah. And by heart ripped out. Oh, it was a building that got exploded. Well, he, he, uh, the building, uh, was exploded on him, but he was also beat to death with a crowbar. Yeah. So, you know, well, I mean, he got better. It's comics after all. He did get better. But if you think about it, it fits like, like, well, all right, we'll break, uh, uh, not format. What's the word I'm looking for? We'll break the timeline a little bit and flash forward to the main event. The He did not cost them that. Well, no, he did cost them that match. He cost them that but match. But he cost them that match because no one would tag him in. He's just like, what am I doing here? Come on, come on. Yeah. And then he tried to get in, cost him the match. Cost him the match. These things happen. So Jason Jordan gets in the ring, and we get a uh, you both suck chant, mm. which hurt me to the core. Nah. But, uh, I mean, I get it. Uh, I also have a note here that just says, life is a series of moments, you guys. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with it, but okay. I think uh, I think Jason was talking about, uh, every life is a series of moments, and this is a, my moment, and we can be the, a good unit basket. I don't know what he was talking about. So I believe Seth Rollins came out and said, yes. what are you doing? Well, he came out, and his Titantron entrance froze. Yes, but it looked very cool. Well, it looked like he was the Zodiac Killer. Yes, it looked very cool. You thought it was Ted Cruz. It was, in fact, Seth Rollins. It was just Seth freaking Rollins. Time Traveler. And Jason Jordan, talking a big game, says that we're, we're probably the best trio in the WWE right now, and here comes the freaking club. Finn Balor, Carl Anderson, and the big LG. Luke Gallows. <laughs> which, again, I can't tell them apart either, but that's fine. Uh, my favorite part... I know part, which one's Finn. That's all that matters. My favorite part was when Finn said, uh, I've been running with Gallows and Anderson before you knew Kurt Angle was your dad. <laughs> so six months? Yeah. About six months, okay. About six months. That's all good. And uh, to sweet me, it's going to be the year of the Balor Club, and uh, we're going to have a main event here between um, Makeshift Shield and the club. Would you say... Because now he's wear- he used to wear red, right, Finn? 
He wore red tights. He now he's in black. Would you say he is a new nasty fit? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd say he's uh, much more smiley now that he's with. He's, he's happy. With, yeah, he's very happy. Well, because when they came out, uh, Gallows or Anderson, I don't know which one, said uh, something along the lines. Gallows of, is the taller one. Oh, okay. They're the same height, as far as I can tell. No. Regardless, they said we knew we would come together to take this place over. Which is, uh, I typed into Google Translate. And would you like to know what that translates out to? We knew that creative would run out of ideas eventually and put oh, us back together. There you go. Because, let's face it, where where had the club been for the last... I don't know. Yeah, like, they won the championship for they a were, week. They were the champions going into WrestleMania, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then... They were not. They were not. And then no, where were they? Yes, exactly. And not even through injury. Like you said, uh, not the Ascension, the uh, the Revival, they disappeared. And it's like, yes. all right, they disappeared because of injury. Yeah. And uh, But at least one person was, was working. They were working in um, uh, main event and doing other dark show stuff. All right, great, fine. Where have the club been? Yes, where has the club so been? So now the club is back. The BK Kids Club is back. Everyone's yes. happy. It's going to be great. <laughs> and we get to look forward to that match at the end of the, at the, end of the night, end which of we the already evening. talked a little bit about. Can we um, talk about this Woken Matt Hardy music? Because I absolutely love it. Oh, yeah. It. It's very Castlevania-inspired. Yes, I loved it. But we're the only thing I hated about it is we're back to this like mid-2000s WWE entrance music where the person, before their music starts, it's like catchphrase, and yeah. then music starts, which I uh, hated because everyone... Had to have their catchphrase oh, yeah. after The Rock did the, you know, if you smell what The Rock is cooking, which was great. But then every single, like yeah. Bob Hawley had it. Or like, like how Stone Cold would come out and smash glass every single yes, time. It's it like, God, that's like annoying. $25 every time, Steve. You got to stop. You got to close that loop. Close <laughs> that recycling loop. <laughs> Recycle, reduce, reuse, and close the loop. Yes. Um, Kurt Hawkins, God bless him. <laughs> hey, you know what? Okay. He's drawing a paycheck. That's that's about the best you can say. He's doing the Lord's work as a jobber. Yes, that's fine. Is. We need them. He and was undefeated in 2018. For about a couple of days. <laughs> One whole week. So, yeah, Kurt Hawkins versus Matt Hardy. It was a fine little match. Eh. And uh, Bray Wyatt with the scare tactics that do not work. Nah. And um, that Just literally went nowhere. Well... <laughs> All right, so I was thinking about this a lot, and the, the real issue at heart is that they have the same gimmick. They're just going at it in a different way. Yes. And that's what, like, the real conflict is here. Like, Bray Wyatt is uh, Empire of the Sun, and uh, uh, Matt Hardy is Emperor's New Groove. It's the exact same thing. It's just one's like, wait, why don't we just have some fun with this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a deep cut. That's, that's uh, a good cut. It, well, it's also, as I said, I thought a long time. I have nothing to do all day <laughs> except think about it. I went to the Campbell History Museum and got turned away because they only accept cash. <laughs> $2. I had my debit card, and they're just like, oh, no. I will say, I believe you also watched all of this today. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because after I left the house this morning... Uh, I was like, you know what? I wonder if he would watch everything. Oh, and yeah. you did. Yeah. I got home at 1 o'clock, started watching, finished at about 5. Perfect. The uh, the only other thing that's really worth mentioning about Matt Hardy, and I love him, don't get me wrong, I love him, Yeah. is let's watch it with the deletions, guys, because he does it fine. It is arm out, flat, horizontal, oh. all the way out. Yes. It is all the way out. <laughs> People stop 
in the middle, and it's like, no, dude, that's that's a Sieg Heil. Please, please don't. They were also in Tennessee this week, so Ooh. I don't know how. Hey, good thing it's not on SmackDown. They were in Alabama. Oh, geez. You don't have any listeners from Alabama, right? I don't know. Good. If you do, get off. Leave. <laughs> uh, no. Shoot, there was one other thing I was going to mention about it. Where did I? I wrote it on one of my things. Yeah. Nick took extensive notes. I took four goddamn pages of notes. Nope. All right. It's gone. It's not on here. I don't care. Yeah, just watch it with the, def- the deletion. Oh, you know what I was going to mention? Mm-hmm. So we've been watching a lot of Overwatch League. Yes. One of these commentators, the uh, the the paid color commentators, has been saying deletion when when people are killed. And wow. I'm, I'm curious if that is a thing or if he thinks he's being clever and original. He's like, oh, Pine, deletes him with that headshot. Because he's not saying it like, delete. Right. or anything. He's not huh. putting any stank on it. I wonder. I wonder. Got to find that commentator's uh, Twitter handle. They've got like 8,000 commentators on that thing. Oh they need a culling. Uh, starting with the Australian guy. He fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was my, my Matt Hardy moment of wrestling is ble- potentially blending into the mainstream culture. There you go. Yeah. Elias. Who wants to walk with Elias? Bailey, evidently. Bailey, apparently. We'll get to that a little later. Uh he sings a song for The Miz, which is great because we love The Miz here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miz is back, and I was, yeah, I was happy to see The Miz. Oh, he's fantastic. It's like, yeah, you're back. All hail, Miz. Well, he, he really has elevated the hell out of that belt. I mean, yes. admittedly, he's benefited very much from the fact that uh, Brock Lesnar is a part-time at best. Yes. And cannot talk. He has no larynx. No, he does not. Yeah. Uh, we got a welcome back chant for The Miz, which is he's always good. great. The Miz-Taraj shows up. They're competing for dad's love. They are competing for dad's love. Uh, you got me a framed picture of myself. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get to sleep tonight. <laughs> um, you want my belt, my shoes? I'll give you my shoes right now yes. off my feet. And the Miz uh, ends the uh, Miz TV segment by saying that he let Roman Reigns borrow that belt while he was gone. And he's coming back for it. Great, Daddy's home. Great. Does he? Did he actually say that? Actually, you know, yeah, as a matter of fact, he did, and that's what made me think he's going to be a hell of a dad because he's already got two wrestle kids. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. He does have two wrestle kids. Yeah. I mean, all right, we, we all love The Miz for the reasons that you've recounted yes. month, week after week after week, but it's true. He is not saying anything wrong. He's just saying the truth. It's and it's so like, good. Yeah, it's like, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. Yes. And that's totally fair. Plus, hey, Marine Six, come on. Yeah. Starring Mike the Miz Mazowski <laughs> and Becky Lynch. All right. Because why and the hell Shawn not? Michaels. Shawn Michaels is in it, too. Yeah. It's an all-star cast. It is. This is way better than Leprechaun Origins starring Hornswoggle. Very true. Uh, we had Enzo Amori versus Cedric Alexander, and I thought this wasn't going to be a match, honestly. Mm. I was like, "There's he's going to weasel his way out of this somehow. But it was, um, it was an actual... It wasn't really a match per se. It was I'm gonna chase you around. Yes. And I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. But it was it was forwarding the story. They did ring the bell, that's the important thing. So it was officially a match. Yes. One of only four that we got. Yeah, I know. With three extended beatdowns. Yes. So your three hour well, no, I shouldn't say your three hour program because we only saw an hour and a half of it. But what I will say about this is it told a great story. Because it was that yeah. I'm gonna run around and get scared, and then the the well not legit injury, but like the quote-unquote injury at the end. Yes. And is he sandbagging, just trying to get away out of here? Because he could easily have crawled. He, Enzo, yes. could easily have crawled into the ring he and restarted the count. But it's like, wait, why bother? 
Yeah. Yeah. He had nothing to lose or yeah. nothing to gain you from know that. Use the rules the to your championship advantage. advantage. Yeah. Honky Tonk Man rode that for two years yes, to a championship did. title with the shittiest closer ever. <laughs> yeah. It's a neck breaker. He just wiggles his ass a little bit. The shake, rattle, and roll. I actually, did I like that? You know, I I'll, I have to make uh, admit to a an error over the last couple of years. You're right that uh, the zigzag is the worst finisher. Thank you. Because for the longest time, I thought so zigzag. Bad. No, no, it's great. It's fantastic. Then I saw a match with him. And he did the famouser, and I'm like, oh, that's a famouser, not a zigzag. <laughs> and then he did <laughs> then a real did zigzag. I'm like, wow, that's shitty. Yeah, it's That terrible. sucks. All right. I, so I officially apologize. That's okay. So I think even in one of my first questions that I asked on Twitter, it was shittiest move and why it's the honky-tonk man shake, rattle, and roll. <laughs> I believe yes. Yeah. I believe that was indeed one of the first questions. So uh, Enzo takes the count out when... He also gets busted open pretty Oh, good. yeah. Um, and then we uh, get to my favorite segment. Paul Heyman talking Paul Heyman talk? Because uh, yes, I believe that was the next thing to happen. It was, but I would say um, my favorite part was um, Dad Kane comes out. Oh. Mm. And he starts fighting with Brock, and he they go to the back, and we're in a backstage segment now, and <laughs> Braun shows up and beats them both up like they, like very convinced like i was very worried when he picked up that uh that coffin case and threw it on kane i went jesus well that's why he's the monster yes he threw and then he threw uh brock through a table and then yeah. like something fell on top of a it. trestle <laughs> yeah jesus he had to grab a grappling hook since yes. when is braun batman since when is Braun uh, related to Mabel Pines from the Gravity Falls? That's a deep cut, friend. I'll have to take your new word Grappling for it. Never watched an episode. Uh, loved that. I oh. laughed Wait, it's, so hard. Yeah. When he pulls, gets that grappling hook. What I laughed about in this whole thing was, uh, we should get back to Paul Heyman in a minute, but what I laughed about in this whole thing was that, uh, so they wheel away, Bra- not Braun, Brock. Yeah. See, even their, the like, first Three letters of their names are goddamn same. <laughs> uh, but they wheel away Brock on a, on a gurney and all that. But Kane, because he's a good libertarian, <laughs> picks himself up by his bootstraps, yeah. goes off to, to whatever the town John Galt founded was and reads some Ayn Rand. He's in Nashville right now, just yeah. a couple short miles away from, from Knoxville, I believe. I don't know the... T- I don't know Tennessee, you guys. Knoxville. Uh, Knoxville is where he's running for mayor. Is that Tennessee? Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, that yeah. is. I have a friend who's convinced that it's in it Minnesota, is. and she's from Minnesota. I'm like, how do you not know Fort Knox is not in your home state? Regardless, though, uh, so my issue, my beef with that whole Brock uh, having a promo, Brock says nothing, as usual, and it's like, okay, have you ever been to Brock's uh, Twitter profile? No. Go sometime, and you will verify this. All he does is retweet Paul Heyman. <laughs> just That's like, great. That's just like in the, the gimmick. That I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think it's a gimmick. I've heard him talk a couple times, and he doesn't actually deliver any content. So he <laughs> needs he needs Paul to do it for him. I hate everything about Brock Lesnar. Uh, so yeah, and then Paul just does his standard. I'm a lawyer, Your Honor. Let me present to you my client. 
It's like, please stop, please stop. I'm tired. I re- I cannot physically wait for him to lose. And I, all right, Kane. The fact that he's in this thing fucking sucks. Uh, I don't want him. I never want to see him no, again. I agree. Glenn Jacobs, aka Kane, aka Doctor Isaac Yankum, DDS, aka the Black Knight, aka wow. was he? No, uh, was he Oz the All Powerful? No, no, that was Diesel. That was Diesel. Yeah, yeah. yeah regardless, Mister, I've had ten thousand gimmicks and they all fucking sucked. Uh, oh, he was the fake Undertaker. That's what it was also. He was that one. No, he was the fake Diesel. He was fake Diesel. Okay, yes. okay. Regardless, you've done your due diligence. You get your pension. You're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Please go away and never come back. Go become the mayor of Knoxville. Teach everyone that single-payer economics are bad. I don't, <laughs> But don't grace our television screens any longer. But that said, the reason I like that he's in this match is it means that Braun Strowman is going to win. I God, I don't know, dude. I think they're going to let Brock go to Mania. I know. I don't like it either. But, uh, dude, I would I would love for Braun to win the belt. And Braun I, is the fucking guy. He deserves it. Yes. Did you see the video of him and Alexa Bliss? It's so adorable. Which which one? Oh, uh, when they're announced as the, yes. the team. And well, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. We don't care about Nia or anybody else. Oh, we have to. Yeah, that's great. And good stuff. Also, the look on Alexa's face that entire time is just like, what in the hell? The fact that she comes up to just above his belly button is amazing. Yeah, I'm all in on on, uh, Braun. I'm glad that the the Wyatt family broke up when it did because it let Braun be Braun. Yes. And also, it's like, okay, you guys are hillbilly swamp people. I get it. That's great. But look at Braun's arms. He's got like tattoos of North Carolina (laughs) and other things on there. It's like it kind of breaks your gimmick, Mr. Empire of the Sun. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that part was fine, whatever, because of the beatdown at the end. But at that point, we were... Um, maybe 50 minutes in and there had been two matches and one of them was Kurt Hawkins, which doesn't count as a match because that's, right. just, that's just an excuse to put Bray and and um, Matt Hardy in the same space without having to do a match. Yeah. And so it's like we only got one real-ass good match. And to be honest with you, I forget what that was. Oh, boy. Okay, well, Who next... was the first match? What was the first match? Or was, it, was that Braun? And, or I'm sorry, Braun. Bray. Yeah, but that was the first match we saw, I believe, was Kurt Hawkins versus Matt Hardy. And that was 14 minutes and 57 seconds in. Oh, boy. And I have it because I recorded the time. (laughs) I also recorded the runtime of this hour and a half without wrestling, and it was one hour and eight minutes without wrestling. My goodness. And I'm like... Look at you. Yeah, yeah. Look at the things you're doing. Oh, yeah. I'm a a clock whore. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Rhino in the uh, further attempts of Rhino to show <laughs> Heath Slater how tough he is. Uh, Samoa Joe wins soundly and injures himself in the process. And he says he's going. He's entering in the Rumble, hopefully. And he says, "I can't remember." Uh, the interviewer is saying a bunch of names, and he stops her when she says uh, John Cena, and he says, "Yeah, I'm going to eliminate John Cena." from the Royal Rumble. Uh, I love, I think I tweeted this main event, Joe is the best Joe, mm-hmm. except for that he gets, I think you replied, yeah, he gets hurt all the time though. Yeah. Uh, he definitely brings his A game to the main roster, which is great. He he's, can do a good... God, he's cutting great promos. Oh yeah. Dropping, dropping ancient historical knowledge of Furious of Apirus. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic dude. I didn't like when uh, uh, the announcer said, oh yes, I know what a Furic victory is. And then he said, 
hold on. Let me explain to you what a Pyrrhic victory is. Like, bitch, he said she said <laughs> she knows. Yeah. And I realize you're explaining it to the audience because they're dumb hillbillies from Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. But you could say, all right, you know, let me explain for the dumb hillbillies of Nashville, Tennessee. You don't have any listeners from Tennessee, right? I don't know. But okay, actually, good. If you do, I, get I out. I agree no, because that would have been. He wouldn't have mansplained to her. Yeah. And also, he would have gotten heat if exactly. he had said that. He would have been Joe-splaining to the, Joe the crowd, the Joe Nashville Predator-explainings. Joe-splaining. Uh, yeah, but um, he popped his plantar fasciitis, a word that I can say but not spell. It's got a bunch of eyes in it, so it's very <laughs> strong on a Scrabble board, uh, which... Can be a serious thing. I got it once when I was back when I was running and cared about my health, and I was hobbling around like penguin for a week. Ooh, yeah. And so, all right. I mean, uh, it's what two weeks from now is is the rumble? Yes, two so weeks. So he can three weeks. I'm sorry, the twenty eighth. Not this weekend. Not next weekend. The weekend after. Yes, that. although tomorrow is the start of this weekend. Yes, so yeah, effectively yes. too. Yeah. Uh, but point being, you know. He, of the cross colors uh, shorts, may not be making it in just because you may not, like, he may not recover. You can perform with that, but it's a bad idea. Yeah. Like, like he may do it just because, you know, he's of the old mindset. of And like, it would be his first Royal Rumble. Yeah. And I, okay. Right? Yeah. I hope, uh, was yeah, he wasn't last year, was he? I don't think he was. Uh, last year was Tyler, no, not Tyler Bate, uh, Ty Dillinger and... It was one other surprise entrant. Otherwise, it was a very slow rumble. I'll vamp for a minute as you look it up. But uh, I don't think he was. Maybe he had a match at the rumble. No, it was aftermath. He was there the next night. He That's when he injured Seth. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, God. Either he gets injured or injures someone every time he's in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Samoa Joe. It's, please don't <laughs> shake <laughs> Samoa Joe, stop injuring people. How dare you? Uh, but all, all told, though, I am a fan. I just, God, he's got to stay healthy. Yeah. Because also, one of the better benefits of him, he's not a traditional body type. Like, one of my pet peeves of Randy Orton, uh, Baron Corbin, a couple other folks, is that they look like creator wrestlers. Yes. They look like the kind of person that I would make, well, 13-year-old me would make. Uh Nobody would make Samoa Joe. Nobody would ma make Nia Jax. Yeah. I love seeing that kind of a person. Also, he's not a flippy boy. And again, I love me a good flippy boy. Yes. But I want someone who's, you know, for contrast sake, who is going to punch down and sit on someone and do some actual, like, pretty agile stuff. Yes, I agree. Agreed. Yes. Good job, sir. So, uh, next segment was uh, Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. You just made the friends. List. And Alexa does that thing where she tries to convince Naya that somebody said shitty things about her. And I have a big problem with this segment because it makes me think that the writers don't remember mm. what happened the week before. Slash, that's about it. Also, aren't very good at writing. So, yes. Well, the, the problem with this was... Not the whole, like, she said some stuff. Well, what did she say? Oh, I can't tell you. And, okay, fine, I'll tell you. And she goes, Asuka said that? And she's like, yeah. And she goes, do you speak Japanese? Because Asuka doesn't speak English. Because that is bullshit. Yeah. Because we watched her speak English in the ring the week before. <laughs> well, is she? Okay, here's my thing. 
is she speaking English or is she being transcribed and doing it phonetically? Because I've seen stuff with her and it's very clear English is her second language or is a second language. And you know what? I'm sure her English is a million times better than my Japanese. So I don't want to sound like I'm coming down on her. Yes. But it is entirely possible she could be reciting it phonetically, which folks have done in the past. That's how the entire movie Scarface 1932 got filmed. Yes. The guy didn't speak English, only Hungarian. So does she actually speak any English? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, okay. So as I said earlier that they can't write is my issue is if you watch those mixed match challenge videos, which we'll talk about in a moment, when we actually get to that. Uh, Nia Jax is, has a very naturalistic style when she's talking off the cuff. Yes. Or if you see her Instagram videos, the one that she did with uh, with Alexa at the airport where they're talking about hot soup and why you left me. <laughs> uh, that sort of thing, she has a very good delivery when she's talking normally. When she's reading lines or doing a prepared speech or anything, she's not very good. No. So you could tell, and she was, in fact, not very good in this, but again, that's because she was reading lines that they had given her because this is something that the writers wanted to have happen. And so you can tell when it's a written thing, and it just, like, the dialogue didn't come across. It didn't work. It just sounded kind of dumb and bitchy. Yeah, I I didn't, did yeah. not care for it. Yeah. I mean, I, anytime the women get screen time, I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, of, oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, of the Hulu stuff, maybe there was more in uh, in the the full broadcast but of hulu this was the only women content we got on raw this week which blows but i would rather them do some dumb scripted thing than do nothing because at least they can work from there yeah so we uh followed that up with oscar in the ring uh, ready to take on somebody we don't know who she was running away i don't know if you noticed that or not but (laughs) when nia Jax comes in and starts beating the shit out of her they showed an alternate camera angle and you just saw some woman in a singlet running up the the ramp oh well there you go but they never announced her so no Mm. so uh nia just destroys oscar yeah and uh then we make our way to the main event which was the club taking on roman rollins and jordan yeah a good match. Uh, you can tell because here's yeah, all my notes fun. for it. Glad they did individual entries so that I could go to the bathroom, make a cake, <laughs> eat, make he a sandwich, make a cake. summon the Knights of the Round, defeat Sephiroth in one-on-one honorable combat. It was a very long entrance. Yes. Uh, and then three-on-three, good storytelling. I was so engrossed in the match that I didn't actually take very many notes. Yes, it was a very good match. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think the club uh, as a tag team is very good. And uh, even Reigns and Rollins were doing pretty well. And, I mean, Jordan when he was allowed in yeah. the match. Um, I want to bring up something that Corey Graves said. And I'm oh, yeah. actually kind of sad I don't have Marianne here to uh, comment on this. But also, I have I can break- do it on her behalf. I have breaking news, and I don't give a shit because she's seeing one of my favorite wrestlers live before <laughs> I am. Uh, Fred Yehi is apparently... How a- high? Yay high. Oh, okay. Is apparently at Mystery Vortex right now, and I'm very upset. <laughs> That's fine. Because I I'm love... I'm here with you, That's and fine. she's not with us, so very therefore, true. who's the real winner? Her. It's definitely her. It's definitely her. What's the breaking news? Sorry. That was the breaking news. Oh, that she's saying yay high. Make, makes his debut okay. at PWG. Good He's for not him. this high. He's not that high. He's approximately yay high. I hope they show him the correct respect he deserves because <laughs> he's so good he's amazing anyway <laughs> Corey graves said he thought that jason jordan was better than dean ambrose and well that's wrong and he said from a pure wrestling and ability standpoint mm. right, i think he is better yes 
bold bold statement by Corey Graves, and uh, I don't know if I disagree with him. I disagree, and I'm going to reference a movie that I very much did not like, and yet uh, Pottermore thinks it is my Patronus, Black Swan, because uh, Jason Jordan strikes me as the Natalie Portman character. Technically perfect, gets all the moves in uh, crisp, clean, does a good job from a, a technical standpoint. Dean Ambrose is a little bit dirtier, a little bit grittier, he would be the uh, Mila Kunis role. <laughs> he is just as good, but because of that looseness, he feels uh, uh, much more charismatic in ring, much more of an improv- improvisational uh, uh, bent to him, which may not work all of the time. It's like all all improv. Sometimes you pay just as much to get half a good show. It's <laughs> that inconsistency that you're paying for because every now and again, yeah, sure, you get a bad cup of coffee, but every bad cup of coffee you drink makes the better coffee, coffee, coffee. I'm a little bit drunk from the wine okay. I've been having. Makes the uh, the good coffee yes. all that much better. Agreed. That's three metaphors in one. I'm just mixing That's these metaphors. Lot. That's a lot. Yeah. We end the night with The Miz and his Torage, <laughs> uh, taking out Roman and standing tall for the rematch next week for the Intercontinental Championship. Now we move on he- to SmackDown Live. Yay! Team Blue. Team Blue. Which only had 19 minutes and 35 seconds before their first bell ring. Oh. Well, <laughs> look at that. Which is actually longer. But but we had four matches again mm-hmm. and in only about an hour and a bit. So they're doing it more. They're and they're doing, doing it, it better. They are. I agree. The the confirmed A show, SmackDown Live. Actually. Yeah. Actually. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. I'm going to be. Mm, let me push my glasses up. Actually, I would say 205 Live was the A show Whoa! this week. Okay. Mm. All right. This was a good show, though. This is a close number two, and I didn't watch uh, NXT, so maybe I'm completely wrong, but uh, do go on. All right. So we opened the show with AJ Styles and Renee Young having a sit-down conversation, and uh, AJ Styles uses the word smart booking, <laughs> and I went, my God, what are we doing here? Kayfabe, brother. He was being very diplomatic. Yes. Because AJ, I, I like the story that's being told. In that uh, you got a feud between uh, Daniel Bryan and it's actually a very passive aggressive feud be- pre- between yes. Daniel Bryan and uh, Shane McMahon, and they just keep drawing people into it. And so AJ Styles doesn't want to be in this feud. You might say he don't want none he, of this feud. He don't want none. You're you're exactly right. But he not only got some. Yes. He got double some. Yes. Double some. Double some. Two scoops of Sammy Two and scoops. Kevin. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I am uh, making a note. Two scoops of Sammy and Kevin. Two scoop me, boy. Possibly title of this episode. I have a feeling another title will emerge a little oh. bit later, but do go on. So um, Sammy and Kevin come out, and it's just everybody is saying things. A couple of rude boys, them. Yes, and uh, it turns out that we're going to get a handicap match to end the night. Uh, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton taking on Sammy and Kevin. And uh, we have an awkward segment between Daniel Bryan and Dad Shane. (laughs) And he's like, oh, that was a good idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. They need couples counseling. They do. They need to bring in uh, the doctor who... That oh my god, that would be such a great callback for they had the uh, I think it was the therapist 
<laughs> between Daniel Bryan and, and Kane? Kane? Yes. This is one of the few that videos. That would be amazing. One of the few videos I have seen from that era, I saw that, and it was great. They should bring back that doctor. That would yeah. be amazing. And that tag team shouldn't have been called Team Hell No. It should have been called Team Friendship. <laughs> Fuck you, WWE Friendship Universe. Friendship is... You know, for picking the wrong name. Friendship is magical in yes. this. It's we have so much. All right, so we got Sammy and Kevin. They are friends right now. Yes. Going on, we got the Shield being friends again. All yes. of a sudden, Miztraj are all friends. Yes. Friendship is magic and alive within the WWE, and yet, unfortunately, we all know the way it's going to all end. Yeah, it's going to go the way of all tag teams because Vince only knows how to tell one story with tags, and that is betrayal. Exactly, betrayal most foul. Yes. So, yeah, but but we got a good couple of good, you know, rude boys going out there. Just some raucous teenagers yes. saying, you can't tell us what to do. We'll go wherever we want, Dad Shane. Yeah. Yes, we'll do whatever we want. We're going to eat whatever we want. I'm vegan now. <laughs> That's the only thing that disappoints me about Sammy. Uh, I, I relate to him on so many levels except for the veganness. <laughs> but, hey, you do you, man. You do you. We uh, Our first match of the night was uh, Becky Lynch taking on Ruby Riot. Mm-hmm. Great match. Oh, yeah. This was my first time seeing Ruby Riot, actually. Oh. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is that good. She's very it. good. I was, when uh, Becky came back, I went, yes, we're going to get this match. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing this be a feud for the for oh, yeah. the title between these two, because I think they work very well. Oh, real good. Uh, fun match. I enjoyed that Ruby Riot, and again, as I said, this is the first match that I've seen, but to me, she seemed to throw back to an older era because she was doing like abdominal stretches yes. and leg scissors to the to the midsection and other moves that you would see when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s <laughs> that don't play very much anymore because people think that they're boring, but yeah. it's like it, it feeds into the kayfabe of this is a real fight because I'm just going to wear you down. And it doesn't look like it hurts a lot, but trust me, that shit hurts. Yeah. I also really enjoyed the Becky, whenever she would punch Ruby Riot, punch her right in the, the rib tattoo like it was a weak spot in Shadows of the Colossus <laughs> or something. She held her mighty sword aloft to see what would glow on her, and then she just punched and punched. Yeah. And eventually got a submission. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm glad that Ruby lost, but... It helps a little bit in that uh, uh, it establishes that they're human. Because one of my least favorite things is someone comes in, they beat the shit out of everyone for six months, yeah. and then they lose a match. Yes, I like it where it's closer to 50-50 booking. And also, I had to go and look up the last time Becky won a match that was televised, and it was back in November. So it's been two wow. months. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, she was gone for a month filming. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. Yes. She wasn't filming. She was injured. Yes. Uh, but she was filming. <laughs> but still, it's like... I have an impression of her, and I'm a casual viewer, but I have an impression of her that she loses a lot because she can afford to. Yes. Of the three members of the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot is the one that can afford to lose the most. So yes. they gave, they, they fed that storyline a little bit, and both of them ended up looking real good in the process. So hands, hands down high fives is what I mean to be saying. <laughs> yeah. So do we want to talk about the... Bludgeon Brothers? Yes, always. Well, do we first want to talk about there was the the Sammy-Becky segment? Or do we want to save that for Mixmax? We'll save that only because that fits the theme that I discovered. All right. So uh, (laughs) next up, we had the Ascension versus the Bludgeon Brothers. And I only have one note. Well, they tried. Yeah. I have a note here that says that I am all fucking in on Bludgeon Brothers. And I wrote five... Five whole reasons why I love me some Bludgeon Brothers. All right, I want to hear them. Number one, the super over-the-top entrance. Yes. I love everything about it. That music hits. 
And then they just walk together. And then this goes into number two. They're probably going to kiss one day. <laughs> because watch, they get maybe about six inches apart before they do a, a one of them does a left face. The other does a right face and they get down to business. Uh, number three, that Man of War inspired music. I can hear. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It's so good. If I hear Ride to Glory at some point when they are doing that, I'm just going to be, I'm going to cry. I love that. Man of War is so over the top. And here's the thing, like, I can see people going, like, they're, they're fighting two guys. They're dressed like fashion cops and two other guys that are just like, like uh, escapees from Mad Max. I yes. mean, what their gimmick is way too serious, but that's kind of the point. They are so over the top and into this thing that it goes into parody levels. Like, look at Luke Harper's Twitter account someday. All it is, if it's Monday, he says, it's Monday. You know what that means. Yes. He's been doing that for over a year, every single day, and at different times. So I don't think he has just scheduled these tweets in advance. He is a man of infinite jest. And he... <laughs> so this is exactly his kind of dry humor. So I know this is one of their ideas. Number four. I've seen them deliver exactly one promo, and that was at Clash of Champions. And they would alternate sentences just like Team Rocket. Yes. And their gear, to me, looks somewhat like Team Rocket if it was, you know, through the wasteland. Yes. And a weird cult. And then finally, their name, the Bludgeon Brothers, sounds like an old school NES game. Yes. I... Cannot stand enough that I love the Bludgeon Brothers. Now, all right, if if I ever get the sense that they are not being a parody of an old like '90s wrestling demolition kind of thing, yeah, then it'll wear a little bit thin. But in the meantime, I'm enjoying that. Dude, they're just running through people. They are. It well, is, uh... and by people we mean two tag teams because that's all SmackDown has. Yeah, th- uh, I, I well, mean. Well, they have okay. So they have the Ascension, the Bludgeon Brothers. They have Rusev Day. They yeah. have the New Day. They have uh, Brizongo. The Usos. They have the Usos, and they have American Beta. <laughs> uh, and I feel like there's another team that I'm missing, but I feel like that's that's good. It's probably another their one. tag team division is is I. It's way better than. Sure, Raw. would be nice if they actually did something with it, though. I mean. What did they do in this one? I mean, they I mean, they gave it a whole mm. segment, and they're getting two out of three falls. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but uh, they're they're going to get two out of three falls. Oh, that's right. They had an extended speech that I mostly actually I watched. Did, yeah, I, I uh, had the subtitles on, and I was doing something else. <laughs> we are getting ahead of ourselves. Though, so, right, yeah, let's okay. go back to where were we? Actually, no, you know what? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, because yeah. after that... We had uh, the Zach continuation, Ryder. yeah, and some newcomer that I've never seen before or heard, I don't know but yeah, you know, he's got, he's got I don't know, maybe a young up and comer guy named Major Rowley or something. Mojo I, Rowley, you just made the list. Yeah, there I you could go, Mary. Yeah, yeah. You're probably not even gonna listen. Hey, to you this. know what? I give Ma- Mojo is a handsome dude. Yeah, and his tights kind of ro- rode up a little bit in the crotchal region. Uh, he might want to get them a because l- they also look a little bit. F- Floppy, so you might uh, want to get them taken in a little bit, but he deserved the win. It was a good, good match. Yes, uh, it was very intense. Oh yeah, which is great. And um, I don't remember what actually. Yes, Mojo's finisher that he used was just a running punch to the face. Uh, we got to work on that. Yeah, hey, well, football players. So I it's think kinda... he should just use the pounce. Do you remember the pounce? Nope. So the pounce is a move that um, oh no, Monty Brown used. There we go. Oof. The alpha male Monty Brown. He was a TNA wrestler who actually was then signed by WWE and was in the new ECW for a little while. Um, He the move is you You got to put your glasses up when you say all that. As a matter of fact, the move is uh, (laughs) basically you throw someone into the ropes, 
you hit the opposite rope and you just body check them mm. into maybe another rope or onto the ground. That's, I think, a good enough move for Mojo. It's e- also easily reversible yeah. and is pretty simple. The other person just has to make themselves fly. And you can use it on anyone because that's, yes. that's a key component to any finisher. Is like Remember way back in the day, Razor Ramon fighting uh, uh, Yokozuna? He yeah. could not put him in a Razor's Edge. It was no. physically impossible. Didn't he put try and put him up on the second rope to and do it? Yeah, no, he couldn't. So I I feel I can't remember who I heard say this, but I guess in developmental at one point they were saying, "Can you do your finish to the Big Show?" That's a good way of and determining. If you can't, it. then you're not allowed to do it. Or I see. Okay, I don't mind a finisher that couldn't affect someone that huge, or yeah. that like like there's no way Alexa's going to put a finisher on uh, Braun Strowman. Should we ever in hopefully in the near future, get uh, intergender matches. Yeah. But I'm okay with that because that just affords you storytelling opportunities. Like, oh, you didn't mm, you didn't watch the women's, uh, the Mae Young Classic. Tony Storm, yeah. the great Tony Storm, it is always Tony time, hit that button. Uh, you just made the list. Thank you. Uh, she, she went up against Piper Niven, and there's no way that she could do strong zero on Piper Niven. She's just too big. So she had to find another way to beat her. She does, advances, then loses. There, I spoiled it for you. I know no, you're not going to watch it. Oh, I already know. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, so Mojo, and I really enjoyed the, uh, the, the Maryland-inspired gear that he was wearing, even if it did ride up in said crotchal region, which, hey, uh, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a dude, so I enjoy the the male gaze when it comes to the female wrestlers. Women will enjoy the female gaze towards his crotchal region. Uh, good for him. He wins, advances. He's going to face um, not gender, not Xavier Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. Oh, yeah. So in that case, he's going to the finals. <laughs> you think Mojo's going to the finals? I do. I do. I don't. I, I said I would not be surprised if he won the whole thing. I don't think, and we should mention, Bobby Roode was sitting in the corner like a pervert watching them wrestle for his amusement and pleasure. Uh, we didn't see where his hands were the entire time that that match was going on, but we can <laughs> assume. Uh, but I don't think Creative or Vince or whomever that's in calling these Schultz shots ultimately is really sold on Bobby Roode. I think they think he's an entrance and whatever, but beyond that, I don't think... Because when was the last time he won like a big match? Well, it had to be NXT. Yeah. Or his uh, match against Dolph Ziggler. I'm sorry, no match involving Dolph Ziggler <laughs> is a big match. So, I mean, I I could most definitely see Mojo getting to the finals. Oh, yeah, for sure. If not winning the whole thing. I would go so far, I would... Let's see, we know the bracket now. Uh, I would say it's probably going to be uh, Mojo versus Jinder. And then I could see either one winning. They might have Jinder win just because he was the champion for a while, and this yeah. way it gives him something to do. And then Mojo, because he's been gaining momentum through this tournament and through apparently through Twitter and whatnot and Instagram and all that, I feel like they'll do something more with him beyond this. So yeah. I think uh, uh, Jinder has more to lose. That said, maybe they just don't like Jinder and they give it to, to someone else. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, I mean, Xavier we Woods could out. win it. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, we had uh, American Beta. <laughs> Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, and they are angry. They want to hashtag free the tag titles. Uh, A lot of things are said and some stuff, and also some things are said as well. Daniel Bryan comes out, and he says, all right, we're going to have a two out of three falls match at the Rumble to decide who the real 
tag team champions are, and I am pretty excited for the, that. The lesson of all this is that people really need to stop making wishes in front of uh, Daniel Bryan. Yes. He is a literal genie and will give them exactly what they want. Uh, yes. Remember, uh, it started this whole thing. AJ's like, well, I was being sarcastic. I didn't really want uh, yeah. a handicap match. The earth is flat. Uh, <laughs> but he got both. Yeah, uh, he both got the flat Earth and oh. the the uh, the the match, and now all of a sudden uh, you got American Beta saying like, "Oh, you know what? We'll fight them twice in one night. We'll win them both times." And all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, you know what? That's a good idea." Or at least if you know he's going to give you whatever you want, ask for a longer contract, yeah. ask for a million dollars, ask for a night with Brie Bella. Oh. Wait, which one? Which Bella's his? Brie Bella. Hey, I got it right. There's a fifty-fifty shot. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Just ask for something a little bit more ambitious than I want to get my ass beat by the Usos <laughs> two out of three times. Yeah, very true. Um, today is Friday, which means it's Rusev Day. Oh, is it? Oh, yes, shit. I, I thought know. it was tomorrow. No. Well, it is also tomorrow. Oh, my God. Uh, every day is Rusev Day, and uh, apparently Rusev is going to be entering into the Rusev Rumble match, and it, every day will be Rusev Day. Can I make a dark confession? You don't like Rusev? No, I like Rusev. And I even like Rusev Day. I just think that uh, they need to evolve that uh, that gimmick a little bit. Rusev Year? Something. Because <laughs> I right, think about it. Think, uh, so Fashion Police, that comes out, right? Yeah. And every single Fashion Police segment is a unique, amazing piece of art. Every single piece of, uh, uh, who is he? Like Matt Hardy, they're doing more with him. Yeah. That's every single piece is unique and fascinating and great. Rusev Day, it seems like they didn't expect it to be as big of a hit as people, uh, as creative thought it would be. And so the the gimmick so far has been like, hey, have I mentioned it's Rusev Day? <laughs> and it's like, that's lazy writing. Yeah. Please do something new with it. Just evolve it. like Because the spin that you put on it just now yes. is more spin than they've put on it in the last <laughs> month. And so that's the thing. I would like to see more. Like, because Rusev is great. He's fantastic. Yeah. Watch his video where he finds out Lon is his partner, as if he didn't already know. And just the joyous look on his face is amazing. (laughs) But you don't get much of that when it's just, hey, uh, what day is it? Oh, Rusev Day? Oh, my God. I didn't know. It's like, we know it's coming. (laughs) It's like when Enzo comes out, and every time it's like, all right, we got to do this whole two-minute spiel of uh, SAWF2. All right, cool. Now you're going to get to the original content? Fantastic. I'm dialed in. But let's just go through the motions here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> so regardless we, of, we had Rusev Day versus Brizongo. Yeah, and Brizongo <laughs> gets a win. My like, only note is, whoa, that's crazy. I, I will show it to you as I say here. Duh, fuck, Brizongo gets a win. Because yes. I was not even watching. As much as I love, and I'm sure my levels are through the roof right now because I am excited. It's all good. Um, No, no, no. So, like, their last one, I had to look this one up, too. Guess when it was? Just take a wild guess. The last televised one, because apparently they've won some dark shows and they've won some group matches. But the last time Taylor, Tyler Breeze and Fandango went out on camera to beat another two-man tag team. I'm gonna. So you said Becky's last one was in November. Yep. I'm gonna say it was. Uh, I'm gonna say August. It's further than that. It oh. is Money in the Bank on the 18th of June in the year of our Rusev 2017. Oh, Money in the Bank. Who'd they... They actually... Believe it or not, they beat the Ascension. Oh, all right. That comes full circle. But that's the thing. I did not expect them to win because they've been getting trashed so repeatedly because creative or whomever does not believe in comedy. And the thing is, like, that's bullshit because they are very good in there. And it's one of my pet peeves when people go like, oh, that's a funny wrestler. They therefore suck ass. Like, no, Chuck Taylor. We got to make a reference to him every week. 
Uh, forget He's hitting it. the button. Forget you know it. what? I'll do it for you. This is for you, Marianne. You just made the list. You just made the Chuck list. Taylor, not not Marianne. <laughs> um, but yeah, they don't respect the wrestle. But like, take a look back. Let's part the veil of time and go back to 2002. I'm a young 20 year old with his whole life to waste ahead of him. Yeah. And a young man named Chris Jericho is reading off a list of arm bars <laughs> and. All right, when he called Steph a trash bag hoe and all that, that was a little bit, eh, eh. but yeah. I was a dumb 20-year-old, and so I laughed and didn't realize things. And different times. Different times. And kind he of, was, which is weird to say. Yeah, I know. Worse times. We'll put it that way. Different, Wor- but not nearly as good times. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that's the thing. Comedy wrestler took him seriously, so why not give Brazongo the same courtesy that you gave uh, uh, a young young Chris Jericho yes. when he was only 30 some odd because now he's old <laughs> old as fuck yeah I don't know but yeah so congratulations Pisango I've just received another text message from Marianne and is I it already just oh my god please mention Tim Donst it's uh, Flash Morgan Webster versus oh. Joey Janela <laughs> how happy is she on a scale of one to a million probably a million okay Good I told her. her if Naito shows up, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> if Tetsuya Naito wrestles in Reseda, California today, Marianne is no longer on this podcast. Oh, no. I don't want to replace her permanently. <laughs> well, you're doing a good job so far. Anyway, no, main event time. Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, and Randy Orton taking on Sammy and Kevin. Um, uh, shenanigans try to happen. Shane comes out and stops them. Shenanigans try to happen again. Shane comes out and stops them. Um, yeah, just a whole lot of shenanigans. Happen. It furthers the story. The story yes. of, uh, uh, even though in this case, I would say that uh, Shane has an excuse to change the rules willy-nilly and yes. continuously change. The thing is, though, that also kind of shows him as being a bad general manager because he yes. couldn't foresaw that they would just get counted out. Like, why should we go into this stupid match? Let's yeah. just get counted out. Uh, okay, why don't we just get disqualified? Let's just get out of here before we get the tar beaten out of us. Yeah. So he, if he was good at his job, he would have said, oh, by the way, no countouts, no disqualifications going into it. Yeah. The only thing that confused me in this one, uh, as soon as this announced, no disqualifications, Kevin runs away, uh, uh, AJ follows him with the chair, we never, never see or see hear them, them again. again. Yes. For all we know, they are playing Parcheesi in the back. They're gone. Yeah. Uh, may, who knows what's going on? And then we just see Sammy get the the crap kicked out of yeah. him with Shinsuke and Grand Randall. Randall. An old Randall. I'm sorry, I'm tired of Randall. I heard. I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but I heard he's taking some extended time off. And I, for one, say thank you. That's fine. I mean, he deserves it. He does, and I, I don't want to see him anymore. I'm <laughs> so tired of him. How can how can we miss you if you never leave? Exactly. The words of Jim Cornette. A decent enough match. Yeah. And it's it's it okay. It's there to further the story and further the angle. So that's it. It did its job. Yeah. Uh, was it a good like? Oh, I can't wait to see how this is going to end. No, because we we know how it's going to end. What I will say is I. I know it's not going to happen. I know they're going to figure out some way for AJ to win this thing, but I want to see where they would go with it if they did did co-champions. I would also love to see that. Because wouldn't that also, in a way, remind you of when SmackDown was young and vibrant after the brand split? And it's like, hey, we're going to be rebels, and we're just going to do whatever, you know what, and make it work. It's like co-champions would be... Very interesting. Yeah, let's see what they do. How would you do that? 
they would play paper rock scissors before each match. I know Freebird rules with the world title. That would be interesting. You know, I mean, okay. Ultimately, we know how it'll end. Is that at WrestleMania they will have like a big fight to see who is the last man standing, and and I can't take credit for this. I I was listening to someone else saying this part. If this gimmick goes through and they are co-champions and it ends, I would like to see them end as still friends. Yes. We've seen the whole them fighting each other as as enemies. We've seen that enough. Let's see some friendship reign. We need them to be friends for a decent Yeah, even if, and you know how it would end, because creative or, again, whomever, they like uh, uh, Kevin more than they like Sammy, heathens. Uh, Sammy is the man. But, so we know it'll end with uh, Kevin winning at WrestleMania, if it went that route. I would still be fine with Sammy getting to uh, to be his hype man, because anytime yeah. he comes out and he's bouncing around and jumping and jiving, it's fantastic. Talking about his good friend. Just let me hear his music because his music is the best in the in the show. Yes, <laughs> and I told uh, I oh no because okay, I told you guys this at the last thing that we watched together. Yeah, and I have not said it out to the world in general, but uh, if he ever gets important enough to have a live performance of his music, I demand Real Big Fish play Sammy's entrance. I actually think Sammy's more of a less than Jake fan. He is, but I don't think the average. Well, you know, I guess it doesn't matter what the average fan knows because the average fan does Real not know fish? ska right now at no, this point. No, uh, it's no. a sad state of affairs. It is. So, uh, two hundred five live, shall we? Yes, because that's the one that I watched. So, two hundred five live um, opens with uh, a TJP Grand Metalik match, but I I would like to mention uh, Nigel McGinnis's suit. It was awesome. It was like a deep purple slash kind of burgundy looking suit. Ooh. It was very sharp. I wish I had noticed that. Very sharp Nigel McGinnis. Anyway, TJP versus Grand Metalik. Uh, another great match for TJP. That's mm-hmm. like back-to-back weeks. I feel like we watched 205 the week before when he yes. came back. Yes. Another great match for him. He got kicked so hard that his belt broke. <laughs> yes. And the entire time, Grand Metalik is running around like his shoes came unlaced like real early in the match. I'm like, that is a dangerous thing. Yeah. But he's a pro. He's got it. What I will mention before all of this is before the match, we're treated to a segment between Grand Metalik and uh, uh, Kalisto, uh, Kalisto, who I like. But then again, since I'm a casual fan, I only read what? Read? I don't read very much uh, wrestling. (laughs) Uh, but when I watch, I don't see him very much, so I'm not as tired of him as you guys are. Oh, we are not tired of him. We just think he should never cut promos. This one was actually This okay. was good. And more importantly, he said something to the effect of TJP of like, look, man, yeah, you were the uh, the champion, but you, you're living in the past. And he's like, no, I am not. It's like, dude. Yeah, you're big th- baby TJP. You're a 35-year-old meninist with a 16-bit entrance and chiptune music. You are the past. I don't... I. I don't know. Uh, I never got into him. Uh, I thought he was 19. I thought, you know what? He might outgrow some of this someday. He has not. And now that I know he's 35, fuck him. <laughs> I don't care. Shoot week. Eh, you are the you are a child. I'm sorry. Big baby TJ. And after he gets beaten in a very good match again, you're very right. Very good very match. Good. Yeah. With, uh, which, uh, this is Grand Metal League's first match back yeah. from a knee injury, and he looks Pretty good. Speaking of pretty good, like his his uh, gear right now is sick. All black on black. I love that murdered out mask of his. At first, I thought, okay, it's just a black mask. But then when they cut up close to it, and you see, oh no, it has the yeah. piping and the yeah. the faceplate and everything. It's like that looks sick. It looked amazing. He looked like a skinny Bane. 
Uh, <laughs> yes. I was into Skinny it. Skinny Bane. I liked that a lot. Perfect. Uh, but once, once TJ Pay, TG, TG Pay, TG. Burp, burp, burp. Once Tyler Jordan Pyatt loses. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, sure, why not? TJ Perkins. There we go. Once TJ Perkins loses, he has the shit fittiest of tantrums. <laughs> He's out there screaming in the crowd like, you think this is funny? Nobody's laughing either. No, yeah, no, they they just don't really like you at this point because I'm sure they've read your stuff about the wage gap. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just like like okay. I guess because I guess before all this, he was he was facey face and he was all humble and whatnot. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And now he's being all whiny and and shitty and that's so they're all right. Cool. They're making him a heel, but I'm like, eh. he's better as a heel. Yeah. He always has been his entire career. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. Mm. Once I'm, I found out he was a piece of shit, like I liked him from the uh, the ride along that I saw of him. We watched a ride along together with him and Rich Swan. I was like, "Well, I wish <laughs> I wish that what car, car. Had, <laughs> I wish that car had driven off a bridge." Um, <laughs> and no, I don't really wish they were dead. They're alive. <laughs> they can learn the error of their ways. They can become Woken TJP and Woken Rich Swan. <laughs> but they, won't. they um, won't. But yeah, yeah, I liked both of them. And once I found out, oh my God, they're both pieces of shit. Now I'm just like, I don't care. Because yeah. here's the thing. It's 2018. The wrestling world is full of people that we like. Yeah. Like Sami Zayn is out there. He's raising money for charities and saving kids and doing all that stuff. Why would I be like, yeah, TJP, you can jump off a rope real good. Why <laughs> Why don't you tell me why men are the superior breed and that women don't deserve more than five minutes per match and re- intergender wrestling would never be believable? <laughs> I saw somebody uh, uh, post an uh, animated... I always say animated GIF. I don't know why. Yeah, all um, GIFs are animated. I uh, uh, and it just said, 30 women, and it was like him when he was like tearing up... <laughs> 30 Women Royal Rumble is just like him tearing I up can't the... even name 30 women. Oh, my God. Ooh, which is a thing. Who do you think is going to be a surprise? Because, yeah, they only have, like, what, uh, 20 under contract? I don't know. I, I would say Beth Phoenix. Tony. Tony. Maybe. That's not you I, never know. I mean, progress, folks. You were saying yep. they've got all got work visas. They can make it in. Oh, somehow, yeah. Tony can. She is the best. There you go. So, let's see. Enzo, backstage segment. Um, Tony Nice. I don't even care. Yeah. I don't even care. We're just passing it up. I'll say this much. I actually like Tony Nese. He is a man. I will say, so, okay, his thing of, I've got eight reasons why I should be on this team. That made me giggle. And then he counted all of his abs. I'm like, we get it. (laughs) Thank you for explaining the joke. And it's like, that's my problem with a lot of wrestling right now is that, or at least WWE, is you got three hours. You don't need to fill it all. You know what I mean? It's like you don't need to stretch it, stretch out the joke and take your time. You can just say, I got eight reasons for you, and trust us that we know yes. those eight are your abs. Yes. Also, hey, he is he is somewhat flippy in and of himself, but he is a lot more ground and pound than your average. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, and so, again, variety is the spice of life, so I enjoyed that. He is a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I've just never been interested in yeah. him as a person, I but guess. But he wants to be Enzo's number two. Yes, he does. He wants to be the... The king shit of fuck mountain. I guess so. And he wants, uh, when Enzo's away, he wants to be in charge. And he says, I'll prove it to you. I will uh, beat Cedric tonight. And yeah. Enzo's like, okay, sure. We had a uh, Jack Gallagher, Hideo Itami segment. 
Which just consisted of him getting beaten a little bit and saying, saying some stuff, and it's like, all right, whatever. Who cares, I mean, you yeah. know? I mean, hey, there's no way Hideo Itami is in here because it's not like we came on the same plane. I don't know why I'm not doing an English accent. Oh, there's no way he's Hideo here. Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami is afraid of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, dude, you know he's in the locker room. I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's acting, it's kayfabe, it's all that. Don't get me wrong. But, like, if this were real. Dude would know that you're in the back room. It's not like he's hiding in a dump truck the way that that Braun used to or anything. Yes. Oh my god. Or in a box of popcorn or anything like Dean. He's in there. He came or in out the ceiling like Dean. <laughs> <laughs> or under a rock like Dean. Yeah. Or under the mattress. He's just mattress? everywhere. Under the mat like uh, a hornswoggle always would. And I was used to imagine like was he literally there the entire time? Just like they set it up around him. Did you ever see when they? Um... <laughs> When DX went under the ring and there was like an entire like world down there <laughs> no. and they went to court down there. That's pretty great. It was like a John Malkovich kind of situation. That's fantastic. It was pretty good. Yeah. Afterwards, though, we get Cedric Alexander and Goldust. Ah, I'm right. fine with it. I'm totally fine. I, I have no problem. The way Goldust, I, I, I paid attention to Goldust in my youth. Uh, that was right about the time I stopped watching wrestling for the first time. Right. And then he got real weird and I and uh, super artsy and I just loved him. So I have special memories of him and seeing him now just being like, I'm the best friend of all wrestlers. You're my champ. <laughs> I love it. I'm all in on you. <laughs> I like I like that. So he gives, he gives Cedric a pep talk. Yeah. And you know what? It paid off. It did pay off. Main event was Tony Nese taking on Cedric Alexander. Um, Cedric uh, fakes a knee injury to yes, get the win. Which was great. It and was. So, and up until that point, it was also a really good it match. It was. It nice was. back and forth. And this, of the matches I saw all, all week, this is my match. This is the one that I thought. No. It could be that it was also the last one I saw before I got to go bake a cake and watch, play Overwatch. But go. it was a very good match. And again... More storytelling. Enzo out there on the apron talking shit, getting hit. It was very good. I I firmly believe I don't necessarily ever need to see Enzo wrestle again, but I would love to see him on the apron or uh, outside just talking shit to wrestlers that he's managing. Yes. Or doing commentary. Just as long as he's not doing the whole fake I'm so tough thing. Like, uh, so when he got injured on Monday Night Raw and Nia Jax comes in, oh, he starts keeping yeah. it 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm keeping it 100. I'm a, I'm a tough guy. It's like, dude, if you legit broke your ankle, you would be crying. I have, <laughs> I broke a foot, just a hairline fracture one time. I was crying my eyes out. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'll admit, if I was a wrestler, I would be crying my eyes out to any of these moves. Like, you hit the, uh, the outside of the ring, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'm done. Let it get up. I'm done. Braun, you win. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, best match of the week for me. I didn't write a whole lot because again, it was just that good. Yeah. But I loved the uh, the way it ended because I wrote down Alexander with the roll up, which is one of my favorites. After uh, uh, wanging his own knee- ankle or knee, yeah. And then I scratched that out because I said sandbagging. <laughs> That was great. Yes. It was a little dig at Enzo, and he got in Enzo's head and then yeah. just beat him up. And then he, exactly, in any show that ends with Enzo Amore getting the shit kicked <laughs> out of him, I'm there for it. Yeah. Now, I need you to do me a favor and tell me all about NXT. NXT, uh, very good this week. We had, let's see here, we had one, two, uh, three matches, four matches. Which is actually... Four matches we had on Raw yeah. broadcast or for us. Four on uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Two on 
205 Live, and then four for this. So, hey, all told. So we opened the show with uh, Shayna Baszler taking on Dakota Kai. Mm. And uh, you have all of my interest now. I love to actually. I'm, I'm both sorry. of them. Oh, I love Dakota both of them. Kai. You just made the list. Oh, really? She's on your list. Oh, yes. You should watch her in uh, the Evie. classic. I love Evie. She she's was not good. in the classic for very long. I know. Alas, but she was good. Yes, I'm very glad she's also a part yeah. of the NXT women's division. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shayna Baszler. Uh, makes scary qu- woman makes quick work of Dakota Kai and be and becomes in about nine minutes the biggest heel in NXT mm-hmm. by um, decidingly breaking Dakota Kai's shoulder or her arm or something and then after the ref stop it was a ref stoppage yeah. uh, decides to choke out Dakota Kai. Oh, and, interesting. Uh, yeah, she did the same thing in the uh, May Young Classic. If he, I don't know if you saw that I've, part or not. I saw like one or two of her yeah. matches. Um, and uh, Ember Moon comes out, and Baszler says, hey, uh, peace out, and just <laughs> leaves. Yeah. So, And then uh, Regal, we have a backstage segment with William Regal and uh, Shayna Baszler, and he says, this isn't going to get you any title shots or anything you want. And she goes, yeah, care. are we done here? Yeah. And just leaves. She's good. Like, she, from what I've seen, I obviously didn't see this NXT, but from what I saw in the Mae Young Classic, like, she has the presence to, to be a star. Yeah. Like, she is good. In ring, she's great. Uh, her her personality of, I'm big, tough bitch, is great. She looks like a good Baron Corbin. No, she, Fair. Yeah. Fair. Like, 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 she does what he's supposed to do. Like, I don't care. I'm just here to beat people up. And she does it better and looks better doing it. Looks cleaner, looks uh, uh, in better shape, is not balding. Although she does kind of have the same hair, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I like her a lot. Has she changed her ring gear at all? Because in, in the um, May Young Classic, she was wearing kind of, it looked, well, it was a regular old singlet, but like the, the, the decals on it made it look kind of like a croupier. No, not a croupier. What do you call the person who deals out cards at a blackjack? Oh, yeah dealer <laughs> because she calls herself you know the queen of spades so queen she is of spades. yeah so she's a car dealer and so it had kind of like that kind of look to it and i was like all right this is good but i don't think this would be good for like she has a, her gear is definitely different okay good good because that was like the only thing it's like that seemed a little bit 1999 to me no she she's got some clean gear now it looks very good awesome awesome yeah, yeah. no i'm i'm i want to say i don't like her but that's only because she is so good at what she does and she is a heel so yeah because yeah. like uh candace LeRae was uh, her match where she decided at the end i'm just gonna choke this woman out yes and just took the, her to task the newly signed by yeah, wwe yeah i just saw something LeRae. about that good, good for, her. for her yeah uh hey, I anyone hope... everyone if you're using wwe as your your uh retirement plan good for you yes but you put in the work on the indies and traveling all over the world. You deserve a paycheck. I'm never going to criticize anyone for get for selling out because it's like when your job is getting kicked in the face, uh, you deserve that money. Yeah. Get you some paper. Yes, indeed. We had Cassius Ono taking on Raul Mendoza. Um, it was a fine match. Mm-hmm. You know, Cassius just punching people in the face. As he does. Uh, we had a backstage segment with Johnny Gargano. John Pingle's favorite wrestler. <laughs> and uh, the Velveteen Dream and the Velveteen Dream insists that Gargano knows and the Dream knows <laughs> that it was thanks to the Dream not being able to compete and Gargano taking his spot. It's the only reason the Dream is not in the title match. Hmm. 
against Andrade Cien Almas. The Dream knows. He kept saying, the Dream knows. Oh, yeah. I love Velveteen Dream. He, he is, is so mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. He is also 22. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because so so the older we get the more we see all these young people come into sports that we watch and we're like yeah. man whatever but now it's getting to the point where all right wrestling and then also uh, video games are starting to become professional it's like oh this guy's a 19 year old making a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> playing video games i'm like yeah where did i go over, wrong in my let's life? buy an overwatch league jersey and i'm just like give me a fucking break <laughs> I kind of want to get one. Oh. Silk Thread. Have you seen Silk Thread? No. Have you seen Soon? Watch Soon. <laughs> Come on. I know him by name now. I'm so sorry. Watch your boy Pine for the New York Excelsior. Yeah, I got to watch the, I got to watch some of these matches. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> this is not our Overwatch podcast. No, I apologize. Not. Although, if any of these wrestlers oh. were Overwatch characters, who would, who would be the they Lu- be? Who would be the Lucio of the WWE? Street Profits? Elias. <laughs> Elias, yes. I'd walk with Luzio. <laughs> anyway, we have the Street Profits, and this is actually the first time I've ever seen the Street Profits, and they have apparently like a talk show thing. I actually really... What? I don't know. It was It's like them backstage with a microphone and them like interviewing people. All right. I'm unemployed a couple more days. I will watch this because I'm intrigued. It was fun. They go into <laughs> William Regal's office, and William Regal is uh, very entertained by them. Mm. And they say, hey, we're undefeated. When are we going to get a tag team title shot? And William Regal says, okay, well, next week, it'll be the Street Profits versus the Authors of Pain. And they kind of go... Uh, all right, we like how you do business. And they're like very happy about it. They're like, yeah, let's do this. Cool. So, um, you know, just a little backstage segment. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too crazy. They're just, uh, they're great. I really like they them. They seem enthusiastic young gentlemen. I am intrigued and interested. I would like to sign up for their newsletter. We had uh, Twitter favorite Leo Rush mm. taking on uh, Lars Sullivan. I heard a rumor he's basically done. Leo? Yeah. I don't think he is. I think he's he's hanging around. Okay. That I, I mean, uh, I'm okay. sure he would have been released by now. I I don't debacle. seek out rumors, uh, but I follow a couple wrestling things, and they occasionally retweet stuff. Like apparently Meltzer's doing some bullshit. That's fine. I don't oh, care. I don't boy. like him anyway. I never have. Anytime I've heard anything that he said, I'm like, I don't. I don't like you. Uh, so point being, not to be that uh, I don't go out seeking rumors, but I heard one that uh, that. Uh, he had not he uh Leo Rush had some tweet or whatever just recently, not the one a while back when what's her name got uh injured. When Emma got released. Right, not that one. Uh this is something more recent. Apparently because of that they're just like, You're done. Oh, I don't know. This is what I've heard, but as I said, I don't bother following up because I don't give two shits. Yes. So um this this match was actually a lot of fun. Like mm-hmm. Leo got some of his moves in, he got his shit in. And uh, Lars Sullivan is just a fucking mammoth of a man. Good, good, good. Uh, he is great. And also, um, he cuts an in-ring promo. And we we had previously said he was the very well-spoken <laughs> Lars Sullivan. Apparently, he's almost genius-level IQ as well. Hmm. He's very well-spoken. And he says, uh, last week, I ran into a force that I want to destroy. And he calls out Killian Dane of sanity and holy crap the bit the big lads are gonna fuck each other <laughs> up and i'm uh i'm here for it the biggest um, of big boys the biggest of the lads so then we have um we're supposed to have kyle o'reilly and bobby fish taking on sanity in a rematch for the nxt tag team champions championships multi-grammy award-winning artist kyle o'reilly yes 
That uh, would be Rilo Kylie. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I have made that mistake in the past. Uh, well, that's not that match is not going to happen because the Undisputed Era just kicks the shit out of Santa <laughs> backstage. Aww. And the Undisputed Era comes out and they go, well, where's Sanity? Oh, wait, we kicked the shit out of them. Uh, Nikki Cross comes out and um, she, first of all, you just made the list. <laughs> and also she is an insane person. And she is trying to fight. Uh, get to the ring, but like 15 referees are holding her back. So I just punch a ref. They're not going to stop you. I agree. They've we almost just, had American Alpha, or I'm sorry, American Beta. We almost had them call one out and beat the shit out of a ref on national television. That's very true. Which, if they had done, I would have been all in on it. <laughs> um, William Regal comes out and he says, uh, you guys are going to defend your tag team titles tonight. I just don't know who. And it, he gets interrupted by one uh, Roderick Strong. Who says, yeah, I'll fight these guys. I'll go find a partner before he can find a partner. Alistair Black comes out and he says, yeah, let's kick the shit out of these dudes. (laughs) And we have an impromptu tag team title match between Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly taking on the team of uh, Black and Strong, as I call them. Oh, like your coffee. Yes, Black and Strong. Team Coffee. Team Coffee. And uh, man, this match was fun. It was a lot of fun, and hot tag Roderick Strong was not something I knew I needed, <laughs> but holy shit did I need it. It was a lot of fun. Um, good shit overall. Little distraction from one Adam Cole and uh, Fish and O'Reilly pick up the win, and we go back into the ring and beat the shit out of Aleister Black for a while, <laughs> and William Regal comes out, and he goes, all right, I'm kind of sick of this shit. So at um at the next TakeOver, um, Adam Cole, your match with Aleister Black is going to be an Extreme Rules match because they're in Philadelphia. Makes sense. So there you go. Of all these folks on uh, on NXT right now, yes. who do you think is actually going to be called up soon? Any of them? Or do they still need a little bit more seasoning? I think Aleister Black is a sure thing. Mm-hmm. I would I would not be surprised if he... Honestly, I would not be surprised if he's in the Royal Rumble. So, do you think he'll actually cross... I don't want to put it. Do you think he will successfully cross over? Because the problem is, the people watching Raw and SmackDown in general are not watching NXT. And so they have to reintroduce these people to them and re-explain the gimmick. And they aren't up for the same stuff. So do you think he gets in there yes. and people are just going to buy in do you know what, hog? Do you know what people love for some reason? The Satan? Un- the Undertaker. Oh, yeah. Mm. And they love hey, they love entrances that are elaborate. And they love characters that are dark and don't talk a lot. Guess who you get to see again in two weeks? Yeah, I know. Whatever. Oh, and guess who's going to do announcing? Oh, JR and the King. JR, I'm down with. That'd be fine. But King, if I never hear him speak again, okay. So um, let's talk about this uh, mixed match challenge. Yes, do. Shall we? Um, How do you want to tackle this? Because I know you watched every single one of the videos. Everyone. I do love them very much. Uh, You know what we should do? So I've got the brackets here. And what I figure we can do is uh, talk about bracket by bracket and then each each team and whatever. So right off the top, we got here – Finn Balor and Sasha Banks. Did you watch this video? I did not, but I was very happy that I didn't. I, I only watched one or two of these videos. Okay. So the the great thing about this one is, uh, so Sasha goes into the back to find out who partner is. Kurt's talking to her like, "Hey, I wanted to get you someone really good." She turns around, and sees Kurt Hawkins, and is super sad. And then Kurt says, "What are you doing here? You're not involved in this." He's like, "I just wanted to get my parking validated." 
Oh, God. And then it's Finn, and they're happy, happy. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good one. The uh, other, the team that they will be facing off against, this will be the first match, I believe, on the 16th? Yes. Uh, yeah. I looked at that, and it's all just one match. Yeah, one, one match. match a week for 12 weeks. So their first match will be against Shinsuke Nakamura and Natalia. Yes. Who met by saying, uh, you like cat. Yes, I like cats. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> And if that doesn't make you fall in love with Shinsuke Nakamura, then God help you. Like, I get it. There's some folks who are just like, I don't understand. It's like, no, no, no. You don't. That's because you're trying to understand him rationally. You don't. You experience him. Shinsuke is an impressionist painting. It is amazing. I love him. Uh, But, yeah, I think that'll be a good, interesting match. Of the two of them, I think this is a good 50-50. Like, it could be either one advancing. I'm going to go with Balor and Banks. If I had to make a... Bet. I will also say, let me just, uh, w- um, Calvin asked who's oh. our pick for the Mix Master Challenge. So we Good are job. doing that, Calvin. We're doing that now. Um, you know, I'll get, so I'll tell you my pick right now off the top of my head. I think that, and this is going to be with a caveat, that I think, uh, where is it? No, shit, shit, shit. Whoever gets voted, so the, uh, the semifinals, when it's down to four teams. Yes. It'll be three teams that have won, and then one team that will be voted in from the eliminated teams. Yes. So I believe that that team that gets voted in is going to go to the finals and lose. Okay. So I'm making that first bet. And then of these, actually, I had uh, uh, Miz and Asuka being the ones to win. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They're like, all right. Because they're not going to let Asuka lose, and if they they want her first real loss to be something meaningful, it's not going to be on a Facebook Live event. Fair. So and I, they could technically get around that by saying, okay, well, Miz will eat the pin, and then Asuka's undefeated. Yes. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I just I don't think they're going to bother. Also, Miz just came back, so yeah. I think all the stars are in alignment. They're not the ones that I want to win. We'll get to that in a minute here, but uh, I do believe they will win. So, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, so, yeah, you pick Baylor and Banks, and actually, I could see that happening. I could also see Shinsuke, but they just don't seem to really get Shinsuke, so they may not yeah. win. Uh, but also, it's for Facebook Live, so I don't think it matters if he loses or not. No. I'll be watching this because, well, now that I know you got your Hulu Plus out on the, the big TV out front, I might watch more. But by and large, I'm, I'm in my bedroom watching stuff, and since I can watch this online, I will watch it. Uh, but the next ranking that we have here is the aforementioned Miz and Asuka, and theirs was the first one to be done in the prom proposal style. <laughs> Miz gets to the uh, the stadium, and they're interviewing him as he's walking, holding coffee in a nice suit, dragging his rolly luggage, and he's like, oh, hey, look, my limo has arrived. Someone's inside of it. Asuka comes out with a whole bunch of balloons, <laughs> and he's like, are you my challenge, my partner? And she says, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think she knows that much English. <laughs> uh, their part, they will be facing off against Big E and Carmella. They were a fan vote. Uh, Carmella, she could have gotten any three of the New Day. And they gave Big E, who in the video was performing cunnilingus on a pancake. So, <laughs> you guys, you and Marianne are correct when it's you, you talk about the fact that uh, Big E can sometimes veer into just like... <laughs> The uncomfortable territory. Yeah. I don't think he was doing what he thought he was doing, but he was licking it very suggestively, and he was not filleting it, so I'm going to go with that. But who you got out of that one? For me, that's easily Miz and Asuka. Oh, yeah, Yeah. definitely. They don't like Carmella. Carmella, I feel she's in a weird spot right now because, like, all right, her Twitter name, it's Miss Money in the Bank. So if her whole gimmick and identity is that Money in the Bank, when she cash it in? She has a little while to cash it in. She has some time. It's like, is she ever? 
Anyway, so I mean, who else held that on, held on to their money in the bank forever? I believe it was was it the Miz or was it um it might have been Dolph Ziggler. One of those two had it mm. forever. I feel like Miz only because that seems like the kind of thing he would do. It's yeah. like this is my thing that I won. I'm going to flash it around. So this third pairing we got here, we got Braun and Alexa. And I swear to God, if they don't do a fastball special, I will cry. And then Sammy and Becky, and this is when I realized, yeah, this thing is just wrestling prom because they are yes. asking out their their booze. And uh, he did it in the Gene Parmesan style. Yes. Dressed as an old man. I don't want your signature. I want dramatic reveal. A, a partner. partner. He did it again. Gene it Parmesan. was so great. It was so great. Oh, it was wonderful. That it's, was my favorite. That thing. was the most magical thing, and they are the ones that I want to see win. That would be great. They're eliminated first round. Yes, There's they are. There's no way they're going to, like... Braun and Bliss. Yeah. You just made the list. Hit it again, because even Braun can make... He can get it. There we go. Uh, yes, I don't know if you hit it twice they, or not, because no, I don't have you. my headphones on. You just made the list. There, they both... There you go. There we go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's no way that Braun and Alexa don't win this thing, so... Hashtag Sparkle Monster. That's a good one. I'm, yeah. I'm calling them personally uh, fastball special, but you can call them oh, whatever wow. you want because Sparkle there are no mistakes, answer. just happy accidents. Yes. Uh, fourth one here we got is, uh, and this is a video you don't need to watch, Goldust and Alicia Fox. <laughs> uh, Goldust is applying his makeup in one of his little, like, oh, fast forward video thing or whatever, and then yeah. she jumps in and surprises him. And it's like, who cares? Um, it yeah. was not that good. Uh, Jimmy Uso and Naomi, though. That was a good yeah. deal. Because, you know, when a husband and wife team match up together, good times. Also because when the dancing started, it was actually Daniel Bryan uh, wearing the, uh, the, the the fur coat and everything. <laughs> so that was good. But also, hey, I didn't know they were uh, they were married. Yes. They are going to win that match. Oh, yeah. Because Gold Dust, again, special place in my heart. Uh, but it's not 2004. I'm sorry, no, it man. Is not. And you know what? Also, I want to give I want to give Gold Dust credit for... Uh, Taking the same gimmick and moving past the gay panic thing yes. and just being totally rad with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not a joke anymore. It's like, it's cool. And again, as we mentioned, everyone's best friend. All right. Matchup number five here. We got Elias and Bailey, which is breaking my heart because that should have been, by all rights, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe and Bailey. Samoa Joe won the vote. He did, yeah. He won the vote. And I love that because that is a team that I could have seen win. Like, they want to push Samoa Joe. They love Bailey. Bailey is a big hit with the kids. I am a Bailey stan for life. I would also like to point out that usually when something like this happens, they would just say, oh, outright, Elias yeah. won. Yeah, no. Which I really like that yeah. they were like, Samoa Joe won, but he's injured, so here we go. Here we go. Well, what I'm annoyed by is they didn't let us revote because if it had been between Elias and Jason Jordan, I'd have gone Jason Jordan because, again, that gives Bailey the most likely chance to win. Yes. And I want her to have nice things. Oh, and they both do suplexes. Captain of the Independence basketball team in 2004. Yes. I love Bailey. Anyway, uh, yeah, so they went from being almost champions to also Rans. And so now it's like, sorry, Bailey. She will probably win this round, though, because I don't see that they're going to, I don't think they're going to have the voted on teams yes. lose right off the bat. Also, because they're going up against Rusev. Oh, and Lana's there as well. Yes. Uh, that said, though, their video was adorable. I know you like watch that, and you will see that Rusev really, truly, deeply loves Lana so much. Like his face is the face of pure joy. And if I could, <laughs> if I could have one tenth of that, I would not cry myself to sleep the way that I do every night. Uh, the final match here is uh, uh, Apollo and Nia Jax, and 
All right, I have not seen a whole bunch of tires worldwide, but based on this video, I'm million percent buying it. I love it. I love the positivity. I love Dana Brooke doing high fives left right. I love that Dana Brooke is now the sabermetric statistician. Yes. It is great. Did they use the phrase sabermetric? No, because that's copyrighted. But oh. we can because we're so sm such small fries that they're never going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're teamed up against Bobby Roode and Charlotte, or as I'm calling them, Team Rad Robes. There you go. And that's another one where it's 50-50. I can see yeah. either one winning. I almost kind of want to see Naya and Cruz win yeah. just be on the back of Naya. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like we would at least we need to get somewhere where we get um, uh, Sparkle Monster taking on them. I don't know how that would work that'll out. Be a, but... That'll be a while because so the way that I re read them is the way the bracket yes, is structured. That's the way I have it. So they would literally be they would have to, have be, to be the, be the very final, end, which yeah. would be interesting. I don't think they're going to go all the way only on account of you're right that uh, I think they want to have Sparkle Monster. Or I'm sorry. They want to have a. Uh, uh, not Bailey. Alexa Bliss. There we yes. go. They want to have Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax fight at some time. Yes. And that's going to be when Nia wins the championship. So, Or Asuka's going to win it. Who knows? Whatever. I do think, though, that at some point Nia is going to be champion. And you're like, that's in your future. So if you lose this Facebook thing, it's not that big a deal. So Agreed. That's why I could see them losing. So if I have to, I will pick Bobby, and, Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Okay. Fair. Yeah. So, so as the tournament goes on, we will. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Braun and Bliss is my pick. Your to pick win. for the overall. Who did I pick? I picked. Uh, I picked Alicia Fox and Goldust. No, because uh, I am a dumb. No, yeah, I picked uh, Miz and Oscar. Ooh, but they would be me meeting up in the second round there. Yes. Ooh, and also, um, I feel like it, when Zayn and Lynch get eliminated, they will be the team that gets voted. Hopefully, because then they will go to the end. Because yes. I don't think they would do the fans dirty that way. It's like, hey, if you guys voted well, it in, it is WWE. This is true. <laughs> it's the new WD the new nasty WWE. There you go. The new nice WWE where it's there. like, hey fans, you actually want this thing? All right. Let's do it. Also, hey, maybe we're lucky, maybe Vince doesn't know how Facebook works and uh He definitely doesn't know how Triple Facebook H works. is running in charge of this shindig yeah. and you know, whatever. Although and this is another unpopular opinion. I think once Vince dies or retires, but we know he's not gonna retire, I don't think things are gonna get that much better. I think they'll get slightly. Yeah. We'll, we'll get see. a little bit more of the things that we want, but overall I think it's still gonna be the same two hours of dudes 15 minutes of women and whatever but yeah. that's an unpopular opinion i don't care uh we only have one other thing which is a que another question from calvin oh yeah uh he said Meltzer rated jericho omega five stars agree or disagree um i disagree by um 50 of a star i gave it a 4.5 i thought it was a fine match i don't think it was a five star match um it was very good, though. I heard a really interesting, and this one I will credit explicitly who said it. It's uh, Danielle Radford and uh, uh, Lindsay Kelk, uh, both of Tights and Fights, a po another podcast. They had a really interesting take on the match because I can't watch it because it's way past my bedtime. <laughs> but they said Jericho was going 150% for WWE. But Kenny Omega was only going about 75% for uh, New Japan and that it kind of created a, uh, a match that they liked and enjoyed but weren't totally sold on. Okay. Yeah. I feel like... Um, they are wrong. No, I don't know. No, I don't, know. I don't think they're wrong. Um, I don't think they're right either. I don't know. Oh, it, it's opinion. Yeah, it yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, fine match. Do I think it was better than... And I mean, I might be biased here. Do I think it was better than, than Naito? Than Naito and Omega? No. 
I'm sorry, Naito and Okada. No. Um, but it was very good. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you want? And if, I mean, we're, we're going off my very small uh, 2018 wrestling spreadsheet. I gave Okada, Naito, four and three. Four and three stars? No. I gave it four, 4.75. Four and three quarters. Four and three there quarters. There was the word I was looking for. Quarters. Just like like a, a, a Hogwarts platform. Yes. Not the Hogwarts platform. No. Don't correct me, internet nerds. <laughs> I know it's not platform four and three quarters. You get what I'm going for. Oh, the other thing that I wanted to to mention um, before we we uh, get on out of here. I subscribe to, uh, D- to DDT streaming service, and I've been watching DDT. And you will never sleep again. No. Um, <laughs> I um yeah so I've been watching them that's where I can see Speedball Mike Bailey wrestle the most I think he's in a tournament right now they might actually have an event tonight that I might watch I'm not sure <laughs> eh, it's we'll a see. weekend you yeah. can do it so um yeah good streaming service I think it comes out to like seven dollars that that's a good deal that ain't bad and they're they have a pretty big back catalog and it's uh good quality streams so you know my God Keith Lee versus Zack Saber Jr. Mystery Vortex. <laughs> Holy moly. We're going to um we may hear all about this. We might not record next week because Marianne and I will both be in LA for very different reasons. Uh she will be down there uh seeing bar wrestling uh, and I will be down there um visiting my girlfriend. So, you know. We get it. You have love in your life. I'm alone forever. <laughs> oh god. Anyway. Overwatch will never leave me. No, it won't. Neither will the the sport of professional wrestling. Um, I don't know. So this is Bravo. Well, Nick, thank you for uh, joining me for this near two hour podcast. Hey, we got another. We could go, let's go another 20 minutes. No, no. King of trios. No, I told you the other night, my theory behind a WWE King of trios. Let's you talk did. about it for two hours. No, uh, but it's a good theory. And Hey, if we're doing mixed match challenges, we might as well do trios. I think it would Hell be yeah. Fun. Anyway. So let's wrap this up. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us. Uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Nick on Twitter at Real Papa John. No, at Sailor Moonsault. No, come on. You don't want to. You don't want people to <laughs> see your wa- tweets. Nobody wants to see. I don't want to see my tweets. Oh, come on. It's all dogs and video games. There's nothing wrong with and the occasional games. rant about certain political figures. It's uh, at We Have Snacks. I'm giving it out for you. Go check at it Real out. At Real Papa John. If you want to, any any corrections or admissions that I didn't there say, tell Papa John. He really needs to hear it. <laughs> yes. Tell him how <laughs> shitty his pizza is. Tell him to pay his workers a living wage and allow them to unionize. There you go. Fight for 15. There you are. <laughs> this uh, has been the, the socialist hour. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search uh, Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, Finally North, they might not be a band anymore. I'm not sure, but they still do our music. They're a band in our hearts. There you go. FinallyNorth.com. SoundCloud.com slash FinallyNorth. N-O-T-L-G.Spreadshirt.com. I get to ring the bell, huh? You do. But there's no action. Would you I'll actually put it in, in bell? Post. No, I'll I want to ring a bell. Ding, ding, ding. I don't have it. We're not there yet. 
And I hit it. You guys hit the bell. N-O-T-L-G.spreadshirt.com. We're a little, buy a shirt. We're a little slap happy. Uh, support uh, Tornado Tag Radio and all the other podcasts on N-O-T-L-G. Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, huge shout out to Calvin. Huge shout out to Chris. And I also believe uh, my good friend Mike still donates. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Um, join us again next week. Maybe. Not sure. Nick, we'll maybe I'll just one. broadcast from the garage that this is the first time I've been in since we moved here. <laughs> maybe you will. Who knows? That's not There's happen. only one thing left to do. So, Nick, do if I get you to ring the will? bell? Ring, ding, ding, ding. Say ring the bell. No, I want to actually ring it. We don't Go have, into the house. We don't have one. I will smash this wine glass. Ring the bell. This has been a night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.